0: I gotta get into this. Immer- not a immer- it's a bonus, bonus episode of uh, it's always personal. I- I'm just inspired today. Uh, I- I've been a little off schedule uh, lately, not getting new episodes up every Friday or Saturday as I wanted to do and intended to do, but. Um, the reasons why why are kinda of well documented on the show. Uh guests have been extremely difficult to get lately. Uh, you know. And I think it's a by, a byproduct of it's summer. And people, you know, the country is opened up and people are getting outside. I also mentioned, you know, the media the influx of so many new people starting podcasts and creating content and whatever and people, you know, don't see the value in just responding to any invite to go on anybody's show. But I want to skip all of that. Thank you for pressing play on another episode of It's Always Personal. My name is Wood. Um, I'm going to try to keep this short. Two topics tonight. These are race-related or... just it's my reaction to this constant shit that's going on and um, so I'm going to talk about Stephen A. Smith ran into some trouble this week on on two occasions apologize I think he ended up apologizing for one one was some what was viewed as some Asian slander or whatever against the Angels pitcher I keep forgetting to look this dude's first name up Shohei Ohtani I, thought, I think his name is Otani is definitely the last name, but the pitcher and league leading home run hitter right now. Um, I'm not gonna go fully into that one, but where I really got pissed off with Stephen A. Smith, and I've I've said this before, but um, he got in his bag that he gets into criticizing the Team USA basketball team for its recent loss to Nigeria. And as he got into this, he started carelessly pronoun- pronouncing and making fun, basically, and in, in, in how, he, how he framed his reaction or his thoughts on it. He got real loose with the names of the players on, Ni- on, the, the, on the Nigerian national team i believe they are that's what that is and obviously there's a number of nigeria nigeria is a dope-ass country to me to be honest uh shout out to someone who shed a lot of light on this which was um godfrey the comedian old girl uh orgy i can't remember her first name from insecure she's nigerian um i really should get her first name if that's her you know her last name being orgy maybe it's orgy and not orgy o-r-j-i the the sister that plays molly um other not nigerians um it was someone else that emmanuel Acho. i guess him and his brother are of nigerian descent Uh, but but Stephen A messed up these names and I he and, and, and caused some smoke from Chinny, old who is on the a- afternoon radio on ESPN. But I'm gonna talk about this Outkick.com article. I'm actually going to applaud the commenters who checked this bullshit ass writer that continues to put out trash pieces instead of being better and improving at his craft. I'll get into that. And then I also gotta come back and touch base on some of the stupidest shit that I've heard Jason Whitlock former ESPN and Fox Sports broadcaster, host uh personality sports personality etc 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 um on his new show fearless like his eighth job or whatever his retelling reimagining his explanation or interpretation of what black panther was really about Has me scratching the shit out of my head And it gets into this whole Talk about Shout out to Marvel Civil War You talk about the um, the constant War between black men and black women This shit Has got me scratching my head So that's the two things that I'm going to get into I'm going to try to play some audio I can't give you the audio of Jason Making this bullshit ass point about to try to make his drive home his point about Stephen A. Smith and Maria Taylor and ESPN being Wakanda, and Maria Taylor wanting to be Black Panther, I I, I can't play it because he has some music on there in the background, and I don't know if that's copyright free. Uh, you know, I, I don't want no smoke down the road from Apple. Google Podcast or Spotify, so I'm not gonna play that part of it. But I'm gonna get into some of what he, him and his uncle discussed. And I know it's a lot of brothers that 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 agree with this shit. they might disagree with Jason Whitlock on every other point that he makes, but since he touches on this black matriarchy shit, they'll lift that up. I'm not talking to. I'm not really speaking directly to my partner over in Indy. So in case he does click play on this I'm not even really talking at him we can talk offline or whatever you know whatever but um that's what i'm gonna get into and i said this i haven't posted this video yet but in talking about all of this man a lot of these people out front in these in these big platform these big platforms and with the big followings and have had the high profile positions and you know created shows and hosted shows and all this shit a lot of these people are talented enough or skilled enough or trained enough or thoughtful enough to go out here and make any kind of argument that they want and put together that argument with their set of points and it sound plausible but this 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 shit right here was was disgraceful in my opinion. And it also kind of goes to show me that this is I got to look at someone when, when I hear some shit like this from a Jason Whitlock, I got to look at you and see what's what's your marital status? I don't believe he's married to a black woman or married at all. And with that being said, he he's not a father to any black females to any to, to a black daughter so I said this before in speaking with Jay Z like his Jay Z's when he went to speak about black women after he got married to Beyonce and after having blue his whole all his mentions and references of black women changed from that point forward before that he was like, Man, I send these bitches out of here walking bow legged after I hit on me, you know? What he, all the stuff that he all the stuff that he was talking, that shit he was talking in, in um Big Pimpin. And what was the joint from uh Sprung? When he told her to get your feet down off of the you know, all that type of shit. All that shit went went away immediately. I credit him for that. Cause he knew that uh, he knew there had to be some kind of semblance in the dude at home had to kind of start popping up in the dude who was making the recordings. Cause it'd be harder to go home and be real in front of Beyoncé and Blue. You go out here and put all and and a lot of dudes don't get there because making money trumps. making money becomes more important than integrity but we we'll, that's a, that's another day but we're gonna get into all this I, I just want to start we'll come back with this with this outkick thing well i'm actually praising some outkick readers <laughs> All right, so I got to get through this quickly. Um, I've, this cat on OutKick.com, Bobby Burak, he goes to make this this article on Stephen A. Smith may have to apologize again. It gets into you know, in the opening, you know, he made some following his racist comment about Shohei Otani, the privileged Smith, the privileged Smith, <laughs> dropped another offensive rant about the Nigerian basketball team. He has in quotes here. Here's what uh, Stephen A. Smith, where he got in high water. There's no excuse to lose to Nigeria, Smith said of Team USA's loss. To lose to some dude named Gabe. And, you know, he gets into all of that stuff and and really starts losing credibility with me. But that's what this shit has devolved devolved to with these debate shows. And, And Stephen A., as powerful as he is now, he doesn't have to check himself anymore and he gets into his whole cultural thing and his, I call it tuning or signifying or whatever. He's in full entertainment mode, but he says some dude named game, Gabe Namdi, who goes by Gabe Vincent for the Miami heat or Caleb Agata or Nama NMA. I didn't see that player. However the hell you pronounce his name, some would consider that a poor choice of words, says Bobby Burak. However, others, including Smith, are so proud of the comment that they promoted on Twitter. Um, Burrack goes on to say, Smith expected retweets of his rant. He got those. He also got slammed by ESPN radio host Chene Ogwumake, who is Nigerian-American. So I'm going to just read her tweet and maybe one other other people that responded. And then I want to jump down to the comment section where some outkick.com readers can sift through the bullshit and check a writer like Bobby Burak. But Ch- Chini uh, Ogwumake, Ogwumake at Chinny on Twitter, she said, as someone who has seen Mr. Smith's daily grind, I have so much respect for my ESPN fam. But as a proud Nigerian American whose name gets mispronounced daily, we have, in all caps, we have To do better, Chinye. Chinye. She spells her entire name uh, C H I N E N Y E. Means God gives. Our names have beautiful meaning and should be celebrated. And then, like the prayer hands, or which I've heard that 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 emoji is also high five. Really, I don't. It looks. eh, Could it go either way? Um, now, BRAC does say that Ogumakwe, Ogul, I can't, Ogumake handled that well. She didn't attack Smith's character, but his mistake. Good good point. Good, great observation. It's a positive to see her hold ESPN's top paid employee to the same standard that the network demands for everybody else. And then I'll, I'll read Acho's, I'll read Emmanuel Acho's tweet as well. Chinadum, or Chinidum. He puts his first name. His real first name, C H I N E D U M. He says Chinidium. I hate that I'm mispronouncing that. That bothers me, but I've never heard him say it, so I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to pronounce it. My Nigerian name means God guides me. In in, in quotations, it's what it uh, it's what my family calls me. However, I go by Emmanuel. To avoid being ridiculed or disrespected like the video below. The Nigerian culture carries names. In Nigerian culture, names carry power and meaning. Learn them and use them. Well said. This other brother speaks exactly to what, and this is the last one that I'm going to read. The Tigers Nigerian basketball. oh this is from the basketball team this is their uh Twitter account the apostrophe Tigers Nigeria basketball blue check and everything a one minute clip with no basketball analysis and pure disrespect to the names of our culture do better please at Stephen A Smith this is low even for you and now this is the, this is the, for real this is the last one this Stan Okoye. With the, he's also verified on there at Stan Okoye underscore most disrespectful thing I've heard in a while As Stephen A. Smith is violating over 200 million Nigerians he has the Nigerian flag here on Twitter with statements like this those three men that he mentioned worked way too hard to be dismissed like that say our names properly or don't say them at all well said that's that's how you know when some of this shit when it, when when shit goes on these analysis shows when shit goes to the personal when you talk and and I just heard Stephen A talk about Steve, uh Max Kellerman his co-host shouldn't shouldn't wear his clothes cuz they put they put an image of Max Kellerman on Stephen A Smith's outfit from Saturday night at the uh at the UFC fight that Stephen A. Smith was at. And when he got on camera, you know, he was dressed down a little bit, but he had some jewelry out. They had a segment on first take. And Stephen A. They got into the joking and whatnot, and you know, that they usually do. And Stephen A. comes back to close it out and, and, and basically says, Don't put the white guy in my dope, fly, swag, drip. You know, don't, don't, don't mess shit up doing that. And, and then he think, you know, and it is what it is. We know what he's really saying. But anyway, let me jump down here to the, um, cause it's funny how Outkick, they're the biggest fans of ESPN. That's all they write about. That's all they write about. So shout out to uh, a couple of people who, are really with the shit on getting past what Bobby Burak was trying to uh, accomplish with this article, Big Poke. That's the that's the commenter's name. Maybe these stories get lots of clicks as I don't even read them. I don't watch MS ESPN for a reason, but Phil, I see it every day on this site in droves. Thank you, sir. Well said. I don't even click on the articles anymore. In parentheses, this one just to post the comment my VIP access provides me, as I know what they are going to say. I would much rather read about other uplifting stories and different takes on main issues. It seems to be lazy writing to just be like, look at what this idiot said. We know they are idiots at MS ESPN. I hope the articles get better on this site with things to bring conservative sports fans together well said well said the fuck are you writing about ESPN for uh, this other guy that I, I wanted to go to also had a great comment cause it's it's the dumb shit is on here Uh, Ted Rand his comment was Stephen A. Smith's name means woke hypocritical asshole making fun of the what the nigerians were saying what they're you, you put two and two together right there um but anyway this was one more of the idiots on here uh once again critical race theory grants all black people a universe universal lifetime criticism shield in quotation marks criticism shield for anything and everything no matter how inane inflammatory or simply downright stupid Special hard cases like Joy Reid and Stephen A. Have the extra heavy duty criticism shield. It's autographed by Kunta Kinte, his own self. Uh, Last one. Woke eating the woke. You hate to see it. I kind of like it though. Uh, But anyway, let me let me go back to John Melton. Who's my second salute. I got to salute this guy. Uh, He said we need to stop using the tactics of the enemy if we want to have any integrity. It's not accurate or fair to classify what Stephen A. said about Otani or the pronunciation of difficult Nigerian names as racist unless we're expanding racism to apply to apply to making any observation whatsoever about a someone of another race, not your own. Don't play that game if you hate it. I've done it in the past myself, but I think people who are sick of this identity politics charade should certainly stop joining in on it. What are we thinking? That's precisely what they want. We're just dabbling in the same sick black magic of the very leftist nutjobs trying to break this country apart when we do when we do this. If we use the same class warfare tactics as those we oppose use, we lose all our moral leverage when we want to criticize them and become hypocritical stay out of their miserable muck uh maybe I I don't really know what he was going with in there about pronunciation of difficult Nigerian names as racist I don't think the, uh, the Nigerian people that objected or were offended I don't think they were really running with Stephen A. Smith being racist I think they just wanted, they, they just want to be respected Take the time to learn how to say their names. Now, one of the idiots on here comes back and says, I understand your point, John, but I have to respectfully disagree. Taking the moral high ground gets conservatives nowhere. So this is this, this game that people are stuck in. This, this bullshit that some are stuck in. He says, you have to fight fire with fire. See, you can't, you can't, you can't reason with him. Like this dude is a fighter. The Dems keep lying and distorting on many issues. If you don't fight back in, if you don't fight back, you get buried. For instance, every time they call someone a racist, fire back at them that they are racist. That's really productive. That's, that's 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 a that's truly a solution right there. Sounds silly, but can be effective. They push the narrative that voter ID laws, see what they get into on here? They push the narrative that voter ID laws are racist. One needs to respond by saying they must think black people are too stupid and or incompetent. To acquire id so therefore you dims in parentheses are racist i don't know uh, what is he talking <laughs> what is he talking about what is he talking about so um yeah Chris Luke says, being black at ESPN means that you will likely have to literally kill someone to be fired. Smith is nothing but a race-baiting cretin. I avoid ESPN like I avoid herpes and have nothing but contempt for the whole pathetic enterprise. So that's what I'm saying, you know, this Bobby Burak, his uh, his 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 um, description is Bobby Burak covers media, politics, and sports at OutKick and that's what he does man he he just he just puts these articles out there daily and gets a bunch of clicks because people want to come on and talk about how badly they want to see espn fail and and now everything's being publicized the layoffs have been out there you know we're into a few rounds of uh layoffs they got rid of all of their writers um And then, you know, right now, what I'm getting ready to touch base on with the Maria Taylor situation and her contractual negotiations or contract negotiations being publicized and that revealing that Stephen A. Smith makes all this money for being America's preeminent sports debater. You know, where do you where do you get a degree for that? You know, where do you where do you? And that's why people are so miserable, man, because it's some dudes who can talk this shit out of some sports. And you do that shit for free. Or matter of fact, you sit and pay eight dollars for a beer for a tall. And buy three or four of those to talk shit about sports for an hour and a half. And at the, you know, then you get your bill and pay forty five dollars and your tip and shit and go get in your car to go home, and you've lost time and money. And Stephen A is getting twelve m's a year to do the same shit. And people have a hard time dealing with that. Uh, but shout out! I don't know if I mentioned this last week. I think this was what I I, I left out of the last episode was the fact that uh, Nigeria kicked the United States ass and it was a hell of a game. And that that Caleb Nagata, Akata, I'm sorry, Caleb Akata, I think, he was going off. Yeah, Caleb Agata. Um, And I'll just say this and I'll keep it moving, but this, is, this was what I was saying last week or last episode with the whole Gwen Berry thing and that it's this weird existence as a black American, however you want to take that. It's, 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 it's something different when we look at the, the history of black people in the country and and, and, and the, all of it in, in its entirety. But then when we every when we get to these Olympic and these international competitions and you're out there with the red, white and blue on your chest and and and, and representing the country with all the bullshit that we got going on. And then you go play an African country and you play other black people, you know, people with black skin. Now it's us against them. It, it, that's, that's a weird conundrum right there. I mean, I, I I don't know. I don't know. And then you look at, then, uh, even when you look at the, just with the, the shit with England's national team, losing that game to, um, Italy, I think it was Italy, I don't know am saying, Italy or France, I think it was Italy, um, and it was the three black players missed the, the place kicks, and then they, they, you know, they, the, 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 the shit, the shit storm happened on with the racism, racism, and Twitter and all of that shit, man, and then, and, and it, like, I'm gonna say this and then I'm gonna get to this next thing which is it it, it ties to both man you gotta check out this movie called um, Equilibrium with Christian Bale before he became Christian Bale and then surprisingly Tay Diggs but I'm not gonna go into it really real in depth but basically the the, the synopsis or the, the gist of the movie was they got rid of all art and and all content, no music, no books, no poetry, any form of expression, society got rid of all of that shit because the society had like anarchy broke out, or you know, shit shit plummeted, you know, shit went badly awry because of people responding and reacting to um you know to art and and their emotions that they derive from the shit and so they 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 got rid of all of it and there there was like nothing to stimulate emotion or uh you know or, or to stimulate people and to get them to do anything it, it was too dangerous and that's where we're getting with social media and 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 all of these fucking opinions that we constantly consume and watch, and listen to, and retweet, and like, and react to. And and just check the movie out. It's similar to, kind of similar to Fahrenheit 451 that had um, Michael B. Jordan and, uh, can't think of Buddy's name. Um, He was in Man of Steel, as i i cannot think of his name for anything um he was also in a eight mile with uh, he, i think maybe he was the boyfriend or b rabbit's eminem's dad or his mom's boyfriend or whatever whatever i can't think of his name for anything but um check that movie out man because it the the, the the how they the resolution or the uh the climax to it all was pretty slick i'm gonna come back and get into this play some of this this disgraceful bullshit on the other side all right um, I just talked about outkick.com and kind of my, my my issues with that some of the writers over there and then I, you know, I, I had a salute for a couple of the commenters. The second one, not so much, maybe after the second or third read through it. But um, but then I want to point out this and I'll get into this Jason Whitlock subject. But it's shit like this that I'm getting ready to talk about with this Joe Kenzie, who's from my hometown. Um, his article is rappers keep being pumped full of lead. This time it was an it was on Instagram live. Um he 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 points out like four uh rappers who have recently been gunned down and maybe the majority of them or all of them were captured on Instagram on social media. But he every time he refers to them and even speaking going back and referencing um a man from, from California, um Nipsey. Every time he re- he talks about them and their their, their, uh, their demise, he phrases it as pump full of lead, and I just don't know how you're supposed to be a. And that's why all these bu- all these websites are bullshit, and the professionalism is, is 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 absent. It's not there at all, and I I just don't know how it's not some kind of, a, it shouldn't be perceived as some kind of affront to sit here and talk about deceased people, young men who've lost their lives, whether they did, whether they were doing drugs, whatever they were promoting, gang culture, gang violence, whatever they were doing as entertainers. To me, it just speaks to the person to sit here and, 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 and he uses pump full of lead about six or seven times in his article. And even when he get, and then out, down at the bottom, when he does get to Nipsey Hustle, that's how he leads into him that, yeah, and, and the famous, the most famous pump full of leg case. And to me, that's, I don't know if it's gaslighting or dog whistle, whatever the fuck, but it's some fuck shit. I know that much. Um, but, you know, that's Joe Kinsey. Um, So let me get into this, man. I couldn't play you the audio of Jason Whitlock because when he goes through the number of different situations, uh, examples that when he goes to defend Stephen A. Smith and defending a a black man and saying that the black man is being targeted and that you should, you you know, you you should never. I apologize. What in the... There we go. Okay. My bad. I can't get into all of his stuff because when he was talking... After he comes through all of this shit and then goes from Stephen A. Smith, never should have apologized, and he ties that into Maria Taylor's trying to push that she's equal to Stephen A. Smith, thus deserves the same annual salary as Stephen A. Smith, which would be an 8x or a 10x uh, boost or increase for her. Um, as he, he works his way all into this shit and then goes to EA. He actually states that ESPN is Wakanda, once he gets around to his analogy about, you know, to support black mate you know, the, the 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 pushing of the of black black matriarchy and leading into what I really disagree with, that the whole premise of the real premise, in his words, the true point of Black Panther was a celebration of black matriarchy, period, is what he said. So i just don't know what the fuck this brother was talking about so i'm gonna get into some of the audio that i can once he gets to gets past that and starts chopping it up with his with his co-host uncle jimmy um i wanted to say a couple of things before i got into the first I, the first i wish i could chop this all up but this, that shit takes too much time um see i was trying to him. so that's what i mean that's just where the show went off the rails for me you know you could have said that stephen a smith shouldn't have apologized and and with him saying that show uh o- 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 otani is not the greatest person to try to spur uh pop uh new popularity or new uh you know expand the popularity of major league baseball a non-english speaking person whatever ethnicity from whatever country is it needed to be someone who doesn't need to speak through an interpreter we had the same discussion in boxing um so what he gets to i'm trying to find where I, i so what he said was he gets he says and, and I'm I, I kind of jotted this down so it's not exactly what it said but it is you know it's very close and this is basically this is basically what he said he, he, he says uh a lot of people missed the point Tashala was a puppet he said that specifically he said he was a puppet he said he sought the approval of a black woman at every decision that he went to make he said something like he sought the counsel approval acceptance and, a, and counsel of a black woman keep in mind all of this shit is fictional you know keep in mind keep that in mind there is no king of Wakanda or Zamunda you know none of this shit but, but anyway um and then he says you know I already mentioned he says celebration of black matriarchy period that's what the movie was about if you're, if you're paying attention um then he says um I already mentioned Taylor wants to be Black Panther uh, to get her contract, and she wants to get her contract. Uh, targeted. Oh, he says that uh, Stephen A. Smith has been targeted. And this is what I'm bugging off of. Like, he was targeted by who, really, here? Because you were talking about him and the Asian cat, Otani. And then he gets right into, well, he had to be targeted because his salary is inflated and problematic. And so he has to be targeted so that they can devalue, he says, so that he can be devaluated and be put on the same, a similar pay scale, or Maria Taylor can be put on the same pay scale as him because the black woman has to. And see where I'm going with this shit like like this shit really went south and he just kept going with it Um. oh and then he another, the other thing that he said I'm getting ready to get to some of this audio uh, Twitter he said that uh, Twitter I mean he said that Stephen A. Smith really shouldn't have responded to anything on Twitter because Twitter is the power base or power source for black matriarchy brothers, you know, black men don't, don't tweet on a somewhat equal level. <laughs> really? Uh so I'm just, I'm sitting here like, man, you didn't fucked up the movie. You didn't fucked up your point. And I don't know if I'm gonna be hanging around fearless his youtube channel and podcast that you can find on I, I mean on apple podcast uh and probably you know spotify as well most likely but bro, like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about and i, I said this a few several years ago like i look at a lot of this shit like if i wouldn't go drink a beer with you let i mean you know if, if i can't sit down and enjoy a beer with you or a cocktail uh and you know, I probably, I, I don't, I probably won't be fucking with your content, most likely. So let me, let me see where I am on this. I can't open this up the way that I want to really get exactly to the the sound bites that I want to use. But I, I want you to hear some of it before I, I fully kind of blow some of this shit up.
1: Jim, bro, this. I know I went big picture here, and I, I hope that. Everybody can understand this. They just think it was a little simple apology. It wasn't just a little simple apology. There's a bigger game being played here, and they're running game on Stephen A. Smith, and they've been running game on black men, and and, and people are just like, oh... We Whitlock, he got a problem with black women. No, I got a problem with the matriarchy and its dominance of black culture. It's why we're loaded in dysfunction, chaos, and all this perpetration of violence against black men is tolerated and celebrated. We're being
0: castrated. The fuck are you talking about? Seriously, the fuck are you talking about, bruh? And, and, I, and I don't disagree with everything there that he just said but how the fuck are black women dominating everything I just told you Stephen A. Smith makes 12 M's a year talking about jump shots and football and I don't think Stephen A. Smith ever played football at any level he was just on the UFC show and doesn't know shit about a sing, a single submission or discipline in that sport. Um. Okay, so you have Shonda Rhimes who has a series, of, a bunch of series out there with very diverse casts It happened to include, you know, black characters and whatnot. Um, you have Ava DuVernay out there doing her thing, has done a number of, uh, shit that was black men focused, in my opinion. With dominance, the only one that you can really tell me that's really dominant, that was really dominant was Oprah Winfrey. And then, like I said, Shonda Rhimes has, has had a great run, but... i'm just gonna say like when a, when a brother gets his chance to leave so Issa Rae is doing her thing okay so maybe maybe i'm wrong uh but again my point is this 50 cent is the brother that's 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 moving and shaking in that space with tv what is the value of any of his fucking shows the brother has four or five fucking shows on stars and it's all the same shit. And then when Steve when, when 50 Cent goes to cast a black woman or to create a black character, she getting ran through by everybody on the show. Or it's a slew of they, they, they're the drug, they're the crackheads or the, the fiends or they're the strippers that come in and do the menage of twice and shit on the on, on, on the lead dope boy or some shit we know that John Singleton had Snowfall um Barris is doing his thing Barris made a shitload load of money what was it Kanye Barrett whatever the brother that did Blackish and, and, and all that shit and then Black as Fuck on uh, Netflix or whatever Like, what are you talking about, man? Look at all... Look at who the fuck runs music. With the exception of Beyonce and Rihanna. Look at all the men you got dominating that shit. Look at all the black men... Bloviating... (laughs) opining pontificate all fucking preaching on espn and fox sports shit all it is is nick Wright and skip bayless even when we get to baseball it's the latino cats dominating that shit all the white dudes do are hosts and maybe talk about fucking hockey they bring the dudes in. You you got my uh the bald head, uh Scott. I can't think of his name. I haven't watched him in a while. The uh the the white cat that likes hip hop. Uh Damn. With the glasses and the bald head from uh from from Maryland or whatever. I'm like, what what are you talking about, bro? And then to think that because Oprah Winfrey got a fucking network, that encouraged black, I mean, that encouraged uh, white officers to go out and kill unarmed black, that's a big fucking leap right there, bro. That's a big leap.
1: And they just did it to Stephen A. Smith, got this man shucking and driving and, and, and apologizing for some shit that wasn't even
2: wrong. Like first, first of all, um Now this is where let me, can, let me go the back brother gets here. in yeah. and fucks me up. I'm talking about the movie The Black Panther. I know you're a movie buff. I, I love The Black <laughs> Panther. But, uh, first of all, Black Panther contained Chadwick Boseman, one of the most underrated actors in Hollywood. Truly. Oh, you're going how total was, he, how movie was he underrated? Dude, trust me, Chadwick Boseman has put in some work, honestly. And right. it don't matter if he get the recognition. Michael B. Does
0: he know that Chadwick is dead? That he passed away? I mean, the way that he said that, like, this one do you even do you, does he realize that?
2: Jordan played the part of Killmonger. Now you know, now you you gotta love him. That's little Wallace from The Wire. <laughs> <laughs> that is Wallace from the Wire. That's why I mean you knew he was gonna be a star back then. So I love that whole movie. And I love I I L- let me say. You love this. the Black Panther movie. No, no, no. Let me let me say this. And I I'm I need to say this right now. Black Panther was one of the most. I loved it. It was one of the most beautiful movies I'd ever seen. Truly. Honest to goodness. And it wasn't until I started talking to you that you messed the movie up for me. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it wasn't, and and this, I'm I'm dead serious. It wasn't until you, I'm like, hey man, you, Black Panther, you know, hey man, black people in the movie. Jam, jam. That movie. There's a deeper point to all Wait, 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 wait. This is what I'm getting to. Go is It's when you told me that, and I had to go back and look at it. And then I'm like, oh, my God, this dude got a point. Let me ask you something about that movie, man. Yeah. I'm gonna stop what happened to days. all the black men in that movie? Uh, They all
1: died, didn't they? Seriously, what happened to all the black men in the movie? Who didn't have a woman standing and, over there. And, and, telling and them why?
2: What the wait a minute, wait a minute. Because I, I'm asking, I, I'm, I hate to say I'm taking up for you, but I'm uh, trying to ask this question. Why did he have to have an army of women fighting the Nephilim, a, 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 a tribe of giants? Where were the black men in that movie that should have been fighting it? I'm just asking. Now,
0: what the fuck are you talking about, bro? What the fuck are you talking about? They didn't, he didn't have an army of women. There was a royal. There was like the royal uh, guard, specifically for the king. They're called a Dora Dora I think is how it's pronounced, and they had the job of of uh, protecting T'Challa, and before T'Challa, T'Chaka, his father. Um. What the fuck are you talking about? So, I looked into it earlier and I I since have lost it, but um, I'm not even going to go into it. But I'm like, well, how can you tie this to the ongoing, to this whole ongoing push of the black matriarchy, period, as Jason Whitlock uh, stated it? Like, you do know that the Dora Milaje were... Created years ago right they, they weren't just created in 2017 or for this movie they've been out there for decades so i looked it up they were created in 1998 i believe it was two white guys one of them one of them their last his last name was rivera uh the other i can't remember his name but they created the dora milage and the Dora Millage was actually based on a real group of this this all female regiment uh for what's now Benin. A country in Africa called Benin. Uh but it used to have this this other name. And so that's what they that's where they got it from. What unfucked up character has 50 Cent created? In any of these bullshit ass shows that he's put on Stars Network, I mean Tasha was so fucked up by the end of that show. Uh, Naturi Naturi Not, I think is her name. Whoever Lala played, whatever her name was, I quit. Why Keisha? She was all fucked up. She was worthless, and was 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 actually a mother. Tasha on there fucking in the navigator, fucking the driver in the navigator, fucking the other dope boy, fucking the lawyer. It's a mother of teenage kids and a baby that disappeared intermittently. So what I meant to open this shit was I don't I don't disagree that there's some shit that's that's afoot and something that's going on. But I think there's plenty of blame to go around because at the end of the day instead of doing thoughtful shit the people who put a lot of this shit together get to chasing the bag I asked this before to another partner what hip hop crew that was led by a solo male artist which one of them brought out a female who was on anything beyond selling sex talk, and basically go out here and rap how us men rap, but be out here with some panties on. And which one of the men did that shit? Whether we talking about Emil when she was in uh in the Rock or Rockefeller? Uh, Vita came along with murdering. Look what the fuck she was talking about? Charlie Baltimore with uh the commission and uh initially in Terror Squad, I believe. Um who else am I leaving out? Little Kim? What was what was she told this to, what how was she steered? With big and bad boy or Lance Rivera or whatever um what's her name um shit Foxy Foxy Brown how did she come out well she was she kind of you know she she kind of was a little different who led them in any other way than what decided to do something different until lauren came along as as herself with the other two cat with uh white clef and prize on the side um and then you got you got rhapsody who's been out here the last 10 years or eight years or whatever doing her thing and and growing as an artist well who didn't put these these sisters and then nikki what happened with nikki what was the presentation for her and then we get into meg and, and and cardi and all of that shit but what have what have men the crew the men that led their crews who said nah we're not gonna put you in none of that we're not gonna put you in no heels and send you out here we all on the channel we all on the stage with our pants hanging around our down around our ass and jays and timbo's on and hoodies or leather you know uh the big furs the gaudy furs and shit that some of them have been out on stage with and then i'm gonna have you next to me with nothing on that's what had that's what has to be the image to sell and it's a man that plants that seed in that in that woman's mind run with this shit own this shit dominate this shit and get your money It's plenty of blame to go around.
2: I got another question about Wakanda that I personally didn't like after I started looking at. It. This is just me. It wasn't but one white man in that whole movie. The colonizer. And that's exactly what he was. <laughs> see, see what, what, what the Black Panther actually did was it showed you that even in a perfect world, even if we give y'all y'all's own world, y'all gonna mess it up. Y'all gonna need us. And the one white man and who? The woman came in and fixed it. While the while the black man was doing what? Fighting amongst each other. Kill monk
0: What the fuck are you talking about, my dude? What fucking movie did you watch? This is why i don't give a fuck about being on youtube no more and halfway don't even care about this shit no more because you sit here especially on youtube when i'm trying to talk about boxing and be analytical and, and thoughtful and you know critical thinking and shit and, and and all of that and the people that listen to what that watch that shit and, and and the brothers that fuck with boxing don't want to hear none of that shit well what the fuck is this guy talking about man this is when you go overboard to make your point and you heard Jason Whitlock with the colonizer thing okay the movie that I saw uh I mean what's his name Andy Circus? Andy Andy Circus was in the movie as Claw that was another white man in the movie now maybe he meant on the Wakanda side which was the, the CIA agent Ross. Yeah it was Ross. Everett Ross. Who was played by Martin Freeman. Who played a he had a very important role. Uh when 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 the when the when the upheaval broke out and he ended up flying the plane and um you know taking out the last few uh the last few uh what do you I can't think of the not planes, but the craft. The, the last few the last two or three aircrafts that were taking the arms, uh, you know, the weaponry out to other black people across the country. And they had Ross uh, since he was a, was a pilot. Uh, Shuri had him go up in the, in the, in the virtual plane and shoot the shit down. Um, I'm not so mad that that's how they, cause they built up to that. They showed you how they got him there. Now I said this earlier on, on, this, on this video That I haven't posted on YouTube But we saw In um, I mean how far do we want to go with this We're going to make Movies and not include any white people In our movies okay Interesting so at the same Time then white America and, and Hollywood can move forward With not putting that token black person In none of that shit no more We can discontinue that practice Is that what we want to do let me know if that's what we want to do. Cause I wanna know who's gonna put who's gonna fund and green light all of these black movies when the shit is already difficult to get done. Okay? So to play this little silly ass game that I'm not gonna put it, you, they had to put a white man in the movie in the white. I mean that's 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 the that's the give and take in this shit. But I, I don't feel like it was a, a stretch or a reach for the role that they gave Ross. I do think that they built up to it and, and, and made it fit into the story. Um. But it but to say that the white man had to save the day, I mean, the brothers was doing their own. I mean, how the fuck do you categorize the movie or characterize, you know, rewrite it as to be a celebration of black matriarchy when the whole shit was about. A US-born Wakandan who was left once his father was killed in some fuck shit at the beginning. And that brother of Tashaka, he had a he you know, he had a child with an American black woman. And then there's hints and shit left behind that let this young man put that he gradually puts together and understands that his people turned his back have turned their back on him and black people in america how the fuck do you go out here and ignore all of that shit so this brother has all this hatred sewn into into his heart to into his heart and has to go out here and basically get it out the mud with the United States military and getting trained and, and and all of that shit, because one day he wants to go and overthrow the King of Wakanda because he knows it actually exists. And the whole shit becomes the fact that it's a conflict between, um, mindsets or outlet outlooks or, um, ration, not rationale. Um, Basically the ideology on on how Wakanda is going to what role it's going to play in the global community amongst all nations of this ficti- this fictional this fictitious ass African country I keep going back to that was the whole shit was that Killmonger was so upset of be, about being oppressed for years and knowing that there was a capable, a powerful nation of black people out there that sat here and harbored all of the, the weaponry and the technology living great while blacks across the world were unable to, to band together and do anything to his satisfaction to Killmonger's satisfaction so his plan was let me go over here take this shit over get rid of the whatever king is on the throne get rid of him and then proliferate all of this weaponry and shit that they have and send it you know distribute it to black people everywhere across the, the globe and let them fight back and then when the shit was all ready to crumble that Wakanda would take over that was his perspective how the fuck are we sitting here talking about now about black matriarchy. But now regarding uh, T'Challa, with what was, which, with, with, which Brian Kugler took the time to build at the beginning of the movie and told you that the legacy of the Black Panther and the other Kings that he, when he went into that shadow realm or whatever that shit was and saw all the other Kings, that was the mindset of them was to stay quiet do things behind the scenes and maintain this isolation in this isolationist uh existence don't let the world know what we have do our thing jump out here and there pop out here and there and resolve different things and then get the fuck out of out of dodge before anybody knows what we did or what we're capable of and so what T'Challa was up against was as it comes to light how this isolation shit isn't helping people that look like Wakandans especially you know predominantly specifically or particularly in America he has some compassion for what he learns from everything that built a Killmonger like damn I see why bro is fucked up and I, I see the conditions of a lot of people I see the condition of 40 something million black people men women and children in the United States maybe we could do something that's why they agreed to, to, to buy those properties at the end of the movie and set up uh, education um, stuff you know a school and start sp- spreading the, uh, the technology and the, their value of education and all of that shit. That's like, how the fuck do you focus on the fact that Angela Bassett and Letitia Wright, Shuri, and Um Lupita Nyong'o as Nakia? How the fuck do you stress that you know what? And, and this is the thing here that they that that the boat that they missed, with the exception of uh, Nyong'o and even her to a degree. The black women in 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 Black Panther did what black women have done. A lot of in, in in the history of America, they fucking survived. When the shit went south, the women fucking survived. Shuri survived. The lovely Angela Bassett survived as their son and brother was being beat the fuck down and thrown over the damn waterfall on some bullshit this angry ass (laughs) this angry ass American over here fucking up shit and they were smart enough to go get the orchid I think that's what it was the shit that that they made uh, when they went to put the Black Panther back into um, they went and saved one of the the plants and then they went and go went and checked out my man Maku. I think that was it. Was was that his name? And at least had a fucking plan to give him the plan and ask him to become the black the uh the the black Mbaku Winston Duke. What the fuck is what the, what the fuck is this dude talking about? And how the fuck do you sit here and act like black men ain't never had no beef and fucking Biggie Smalls and Tupac been in the ground for 20 some years over black men? That's why I'm saying there's plenty of blame to go around. But we want to keep dissecting this shit and pointing the finger at black the, the the black man need to do this and the, the black woman need to do that and the black woman been doing this and need to get in her place well what the fuck did the black men do back in the early 90s when they, all this money was being generated and they sat here and let the fucking media fuel this east west shit and we lost well, who and what we lost in B.I.G. and Tupac that wasn't some shit that that wasn't the leadership of black men. Did, do, do I not? Do I have a wrong read on that right there? Ice Cube and Common wasn't fucking going at each other. Jay Z and Nas wasn't going at each other. Black women set all that shit in motion. N.W.A. against um. N.W.A. against Ice Cube, a black one, black matriarchy set that shit in motion. Hmm. Hmm. The fuck are y'all talking about, man? Get your motherfucking head out your ass. This is why I got it. This is this is shit I be I would talk about on my bike <laughs> to myself. And maybe it should stay there. Maybe it should stay there. But this dude this this fucks me up. I get my little 20 listens, or 8 listens to my podcast. And I think I'm talking some truth and pointing out some truth. These two dudes can sit here and talk about a movie they probably watched 10 times and twist the shit out of it and they're going to get 5,000, 20,000, 25,000 views, likes, clicks, all kind of shit. Wow so what, what what uncle jimmy here on the show is talking about is that the black men were fighting each other that that seems pretty fucking accurate to me i could show you some motherfuckers on youtube some brothers disagreeing with other brothers and and and, and, and opposing factions the shit was accurate as fuck to me I salute Brian Coogler for what the hell he did with Black Panther. Um, first of all, yes, the Dora Millage protected T'Challa. I would imagine back in 1998 and even, you know, um, I think there have been times where you know you listen to a lot of black women they say they've had it the worst here they've been disrespected the least i told you several episodes ago i told you that the least likely female on this planet to get married and the the, dead the definitely the have zero nearly zero opportunity of being remarried now i know the black the dude out here yelling this matriarchy shit is that black women ain't you can't marry them they're not Variable is not a word, but they're not worthy of being married, or them women's at the women's attitude. Their attitudes fucked up the marriage. I, I get it, I get it, I get it, I do. Um, but back to Jason Whitlock's point, I don't. I really don't recall um him waiting for approval on everything. He says something on there like The man couldn't even go to the bathroom Without asking or something You know heavy is Heavy is the head that wears the crown Even if you look at the shit In in Game of Thrones Uh all kind of movies Throughout the years that had kings and shit In it fictional Or historical fiction Or whatever the fuck Uh gladiator um, Braveheart all of the kings that they've ever shown have had counsel, and always had one or two dudes that they they ran everything. Sir, uh, our King Arthur. All of these fucking movies th- from the beginning of the time—they've always had kings who question, who who, who uh, posed everything to these people. Whether they were re- some of them used religious groups. We've seen that in movies. Um, That's just always been the setup. But here for this black, for this black, for this, for Tashala, he just supposed to do everything on his fucking own and don't ask any questions. When he's sitting here wondering about a very, a, a sea change in whether or not we're going to reveal ourselves to the world or continue to, to, to not help anybody and be isolationist that's a major fucking change who's not going to go and talk to others about it especially when you got 10 damn kings who all did the same thing and then to be the the one to change everything that's a lot to consider he ain't supposed to ask nobody I could show you something in the Bible where, where it talks about seeking counsel and how fucking wise it is you know somebody like king solomon was a fan of it. something in proverbs was was, was would, 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 you know talked about this but here's these black these wise black men talk about man fuck all fuck all input go do what the fuck you want to do you saw that he got some input from Nakia. he got some input from mccoye he got some input from his mom he listened to some shit from M'Baku and then he also talked to Wakabi who was Daniel Kaluuya how the fuck did he only listen to women another thing when they sitting here talking about the men ain't shit, the men weren't shit, first of all you, you, you're sitting here suggesting that Brian Kugler was paid off or bought and told to do to 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 carry forth this agenda of black matriarchy period one you saying that i don't think that happened um the other thing here is that you disregarding okay so the women protected the women protected the king the all women regiment you know the dora milage protected the king wakabi's tribe with the rhinos and shit their job was to protect the fucking kingdom from the outside world this is how this is how when you just when you this is why when you listen to people man and they don't present all of the shit they only tell you about the shit that buzz this is like i said whitlock this man i don't think he's ever been married I don't think he. Black women probably. It's probably a rift with him and black women for a number of different reasons. And it's easy for him to subscribe to this shit. It's also a fact that he had black women up under him when he was at ESPN trying to launch The Undefeated back in the day. And some of them, I think, rolled on his ass and were the cause of him being kicked the fuck out of there a couple of weeks before The Undefeated was launched as one of the feature uh, pages on ESPN.com he's also probably fucking bitter at the prospects of Maria Taylor at ESPN and wants to make sure that since his ass was rolled up out of there several times at least twice that he damn sure doesn't want to see her win in any shape form or fashion there were emails back in the day when he was, when he was leading the, um, when, when he was assembling the writers of the uh, the undefeated years ago, I read an article where he was sending them daily uh, quotes of prominent black figures. And then in the middle of 10 quotes with Malcolm X and Martin Luther King and, and uh, Garvey and Douglas and, and, And all these other people, the one sister said it was a quote in there from fucking Jason Whitlock. (laughs) And she was like, the fuck? That's where he put himself at. You got to look at a dude when he sits here and matches up and publicly has no shame whatsoever in matching his intelligence up against a LeBron James, a dude who came straight from high school to playing uh, professional basketball, and that's who he wants to challenge intellectually. You got to look at a dude who does shit like that and question anything that he brings to you. I'm at 45 minutes. I'm going to see what's next, and then
2: I'm going to get ready to wrap this shit up. Munga and T'Challa. What done changed? What's different? What lie did they put in there? What fictitious little plot did they just put there? We talking? Ooh, that was an amazing movie. What the hell? That's just life. That's what's happening right now. Now he's and
0: agreeing with what I just it.
1: said. I guess I didn't love it. I just watched the whole thing. I was like, man, they think so little of me and us. Oh goodness. we Jim. I, I, I'll get you. Just made a hell of a point. Oh goodness. In terms of like the white man and the black woman in partnership. Oh goodness. While the black men go off and had the Crips and Bloods war. It was and a beautiful scenic. <laughs>
0: beautiful. See how he simplified all this Reds shit?
1: over here. Blues over here. Go ahead, I'm sorry. And, and the black woman's doing all the thinking. I mean, seriously, I want people to re-watch the movie and look at what's really going on. T'Challa had to damn near raise his hand to go to the bathroom. And he had to clear it with a black woman. to do, and, and so... She just made it more convenient for him to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and so, again, y'all calling this a partnership and like nations against a partnership he, he's he's a sexist pig he, he's you know he believes I do believe in the patriarchy cause you damn sure believe in the matriarchy and I'll take the results Ooh. I will take the results of the patriarchy over the matriarchy as it relates to the black community
0: dead ass Tupac and dead ass Christopher notorious B.I.G. Wallace that's patriarchy that's the patriarchy five fucking shows about dope dealing and hustling and killing and strip clubs and menage and infidelity and all kind of bull fuck shit over on stars network with the black mafia family coming up the young Kanan shit out there that's patriarchy hip hop fucking culture The majority of the shit on the radio is all black men doing their shit individually. They are setting up their own fucking Wakandas and acting independently, not giving a fuck about nobody. Just cashing checks, getting paid, and showing their ass. And nobody says a fucking thing about it. And this man sitting here, so, say, this, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Like I said, shit is... Shit is, there, there's blame to go around. But that's because people got to eat. That's because people got to protect homes. That's because a couple of people can make it through. Stephen A. Smith can make it. Look at the fucking attacks on Stephen A. Smith all the time. White guys want to take him down because of his money and because he's over there talking all this quote-unquote woke shit. Brothers want to fuck with him for his hairline, for his hairstyle. Uh, Jason Whitlock, was, in this same episode, was just mocking him and you, you know, making fun of his vocabulary and his, his whole presentation and, um you know, elocution and all of that shit, articulation, making fun of him. The average dude on, um, the average dude out here with a podcast and a YouTube channel is calling him a coon and a sellout in the time, every opinion that he gives. How can that man win? How can that man win? T'Challa had to raise his hand to go to the bathroom. Where did you see that? Where did you see that shit in there? I mean, Shuri was always the brains in the family and the, the, the researcher and the, uh, the, the the STEM person with the technology and building the weaponry and designing the suits. Like, what the fuck? T'Challa was supposed to build his own fucking suits, his own devices, and go fight crime. Around the globe, and I mean, the, the woman wasn't supposed to do shit. Like I said earlier, the, the woman, the black women in the shit was mainly surviving. The same way Betty survived, the same way that Coretta survived, the same way that Merle Edgar survived. The black women on there were surviving, and they were doing shit. In the background and out thinking, you know, thinking two steps ahead of what Killmonger was going to do to go get the fucking rose. Did they give it to, did they take the rose and give it to uh, Nakia and tell her to become the next Black Panther? No, they took the motherfucker to Mbaku, the big man. We don't give the sisters no fucking credit. They survived as a lot of fucking black women have done throughout the history of this motherfucker I hate to say that I hate to say that I'm sorry um again Shuri was created fucking decades ago Tashala was raised in the arts of uh, the art of war and the martial arts and how to rule how to reason how to decide you know discernment he was taught that type of shit and sure he was getting busy with the technology and shit and the medical shit know, hell of a uh you know the hell of a joint major for her <laughs> and everything that she did but she ran that side of shit and then the door milage was on the security and then Wakabi's tribe had their job on the security And then you had Mbaku and his dudes up in the fucking, up in the mountains as DeBron. What what, what the fuck are we doing here? I'm just gonna look at some shit and twist it up and make it what the fuck I want it to be because I got a microphone and because I got a podcast episode to make and I'm gonna go make this shit how I saw it. That's why you gotta turn a lot of this shit off, man, and go live your fucking life. Jason Whitlock got all kind of points He want to make and and, 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 and and ulterior motives And agendas All kind of shit For the way For his failings So here's Tashala Figuring out Himself And how he's going to lead And and what his legacy is going to be as a king and one of the rulers of, uh, you know, the, the, the rulers of Wakanda and how he's going to move the nation forward. And then the sins of his father visits him in Killmonger. And he's got to spend time to one, overthrow this brother and protect the kingdom and, and, and protect the world from from the shit that this man wants to do. But then he's also understanding this is that discernment that he has, which is a very dope storyline or as you know, aspect of the overall story. But T'Challa has this wisdom and discernment to look at Killmonger and see how he got to be that way. That's something that we don't we don't even make time for this type of shit in in the real world i don't give a fuck why you fuck out of here why you think why you think eliminate your ass get you out of here that's what we do we'll sit here and understand he was compassionate about this man and understood why he came at him his way of doing it was fucked up and didn't involve him being alive you know as the shit was playing out but he tried to understand this man and even after they had gone as you can see I am very much alive, you know. And then, even after they do the battle shit, I guess Uncle Jimmy is mad because the Dora Milaje took the first crack at Killmonger. Notice how the only motherfucker that was killed in the movie was a black woman when he slit the uh, the one Dora Milaje lady's neck. Hmm, they didn't say nothing about that. Didn't say nothing about that. Um, but even when they get down in the bottom and they didn't have to fight and everything, and 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 Tashala knows that he's a a a, a a a valiant warrior and a uh, you know a capable, a skilled fighter and a killer and all this shit. But he's like, man, maybe the medical team we helped out that the colonizer we helped out the long white man. Uh, if we hurry, you know, we might be able to patch you up maybe against my best my better judgment you know you might get healthy and, and get back on your bullshit you don't look like the type you know it looked like the battery in his back was fully in place he's like nah man you know now that i didn't fucked you up and kicked your ass and killed you and outsmarted you maybe you'll bend the knee and of course the real the real spirit of most men was like nah man let me die motherfucker It was Disney, so they didn't didn't say that, but he's like, nah. And then they had the line. People was all, remember, brothers was all charged up about him. Let me just, like my brothers who 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 made the big decision and dove over the side, jumped over the side and decided that the bottom of the ocean was better than a life in bondage. Brothers was all over that shit, remember? After you watch it 30 times, now you sitting here talking about the man had to raise his hand to go to the bathroom. Unfucking believable Man, I fucked with Black Panther yesterday and last week, and even after hearing this podcast right here, I'm still fucking with Black Panther. I don't give a fuck what Jason Whitlock and Uncle Jimmy said in fucking up this movie. I'm gonna see what else they said next and I'm gonna try to wrap this up.
1: Community. Black women have been in charge of black culture
2: for the last 60 years. Check the results. But but now all due respect, let me say this, because yeah. when we talk about the matriarch, I'm going to say, the matriarch was put in place. The, the, the woman had to be there because the black man wasn't there. Okay, it don't matter for what reason he wasn't there. It the fact of the matter, matter, he wasn't there. And that, that's why that system had to be in place. So we had to have a big mama. We had to have the, 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 those strong women that stepped up back then for whatever reason. And you said 50 years. Okay, I give you 50 years. 50 years. 60, that's a good number. But here's the thing, man. After it came a time where we couldn't we couldn't claim that no more. You know, it came a time in the 80s, man. Seriously. Hey man, Bill Cosby came along and showed you in TV that all black people don't have to be drug dealers and thugs and hoodlums on television. Bill Cosby, see how they all
0: look? I put this on a higher speed than
2: normal. Came along and showed you a family structure. He came along with another show called A Different World, which was a show about black college kids going to college. Okay, which was a whole different way of looking at it. And, and this was the vision that at at one point we as a people, America was heading. But then all of a sudden the rap era came in. Oh, the crack. It.
0: I'm gonna stop right there because I'm because I'm like this. This is why you can't. And this is another part of what I say on my platform. This is why you can't just listen to to, to a fraction of what anybody says and cancel them or say I don't fuck with them or we at war or the shit become adversarial because if you listen to somebody long i mean you should you should hear people out and use that discernment that Tashala used and understand where that individual was fucked up on some shit and where they actually got some game they actually have some jewels and like he said right there the whole thing about cosby this is why we in such a conflict right now with with, with looking at him in the lab. I won't get all into that but it also got to a point to where Cosby started opposing the new way to make money I'm going to say this and I'm going to get on out of here but what happened where the riff came in with the patriarchy with the testosterone and the masculinity was when the streets threw down that family structure shit and that that uh, that respectful shit and that knowledge and that uh, that education and that 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 HBCU shit and all it when it when 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 the streets overthrew that shit in the mid '90s, and the streets took over, and everybody wanted to be from Queensbridge Projects and Marcy and Bedford Stuyvesant when that and, and Nickerson Gardens and Compton when 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 that shit took over and that's how you made and that was the new way that was the new economy and the new way to generate black wealth and Cosby tried to oppose that oh oh what happened we don't fuck with Cosby no more Cosby was like learn how to speak a full sentence and pull your goddamn pants up walking down the street with your ass hanging out in public and when he got in when he got going on on all of that patriarchy the current patriarchy said man fuck that old mother and so on and so forth that's not how it happened that's not how it happened that's not how it happened well I guess I'm wrong anyway man that's my show my wife upstairs like what the fuck is wrong um hey that's my thoughts on it I'm not saying everything I said was 100% right I'm not but um to sit here and mischaracterize the movie in that manner was, was fucking disgrace it was, frankly it was, it was disgraceful and off base it just was It just was And To sit here and think that Angela Bassett Miss Angela Bassett And Chadwick the late Chadwick To think that they would have even sat here and gone along With some shit like that And let it and, and, and would have Portrayed it like that then you, then you don't even know none of these people you're more committed to making your point and trying to drive your point home than dealing with reality. Make the shit fit. Anyway, my name is Will. Let me get on out of here. Thanks for rocking with another another episode of It's Always Personal. Um That's it, man. I still don't have no way to, to sign off on this shit. Appreciate your time. Please share the, the, you know, please if you if you like the uh, you know the discussion or agree with anything that I'm talking about, um, help me grow this community. Please share it to your circle. Just take a second to send a link. You know how to do this shit. Uh, Again, if wherever you listen to it, leave me a rating. If you thought all of that was just some bullshit and you agree with with Whitlock and his his all the dots that he connected from all the different. Edges of the earth and brought that shit together and 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 that that uh Black Panther was a celebration of matriarchy. Then give me a one. Take a second and leave a comment that that would do. Don't know what the fuck he's talking about and he need to quit podcasting. You don't mean shit to me, but you know I appreciate the feedback. Let me get on out of here, man. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Peace.